Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, 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 everyone. Hey, hey. How's it going? Great. You're listening to the Diversity on a Hill podcast again. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, we've been gone a while. It's been a few months. It was. We took our regular summer hiatus. And we forgot to tell you. We are so sorry about that. Yes, we are. But that's okay. This is yeah. where we grow together. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, now that this is season three, we hope that by the time Ooh. we wrap this one up, yeah, we'll let them know. Yeah, but every time there's a long break, just know a new season is coming. That's it. Right, yeah. yeah. We're on season three. Who thought we would make it to season three? And why is it that we take this hiatus again? Oh, it's because I run a summer camp. Yes, you do. And summer camps uh, are are difficult to, yeah. They get, take get a, a lot. They, they, you don't get much time off. You don't, but it's an excellent camp. So we also like to put that plug in for Cahutta Springs Youth Camp. It is marvelous. If you want to work there, it's great. Yeah. And if you have children young enough to attend, it'll be great. I'm always looking for ministry-minded young men and women who want to work there and give their give their give their all to, to the ministry of summer camp. Loving it because it's great ministry. It is. It's awesome stuff, and we had a great staff. And I tell you what, they sacrifice a lot. They do. They sacrifice money and time, and but it's it's an enriching experience. There it is. What you get and back something and about camp that people don't realize. What is that? It's it's. It's kind of a time warp. <laughs> That's so true, though. No, it's totally is a time warp. And, yeah. And, and here's what I mean by that. It goes so fast because I can't believe it's over. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, everything seems so far away once it's done. So, for okay. instance, we would be watching the Saturday night video. Right. And we'd be looking at it. And I remember a couple times. This happened like two or three times. It wasn't just once where we'd see something that happened on Wednesday. Got it. And we watched the video on Saturday night. You know, the goodbye, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know. The recap. The recap, yeah. Mm -hmm. We can recap. And we'd see something that happened on Wednesday. And like two or three times, I I promise you, people were like, that happened this week? (laughs) That seems like that happened four weeks ago. Like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, camp goes so fast, but everything is so, I don't know, seems like so far away. My wife, I think she realized kind of the the mental trick behind this because at camp, Every day, so much happens. Yeah, yeah especially yeah. like a summer like this when we had some COVID issues mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and some other issues that just made our day so full and so packed of, of just kind of putting fires out yeah. and you know trying to figure things out. Yeah, and that by the time you get to Sabbath, you've done so much in between there mm-hmm. that that other thing that happened on Tuesday seems so long ago. No, that's fair. So many things happen to you, so it's like this. I don't know. So condensed. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, if you do so much, by by the end of the day, you think, oh, that was today that we did that? Right. That yeah. makes sense. It, it kind of feels like when you get up early in the morning and you start your day, and the next thing you know, you look up and you think it's like so late in the day, but it's only like noon. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, there's still so much day left. So much. But then it goes by very, very quickly. Yeah. Hey, I mean, how was your summer? What summer? What do you mean by what summer? <laughs> what summer? Like, my, I didn't get a break. It, it's still summer. I'm not saying that you had a summer vacation because yeah, you're a pastor. Fair. You don't get a summer vacation. Good point. Good point. You're I'm a 12-month employee, bro. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And don't grow up, everyone. You need yeah. to be a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> oh, they don't even know what Toys R Us is now that it's nah, closed. Anyways. So, so wow, uh, you just made me feel sad and old at the oh, same time. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. You're not much older than I am. But anyhow, so mm. the idea is uh, there's a lot of traveling. Some people say it was it was... It's and it wasn't vacation traveling. All right, uh, we had different meetings with the NAD, with the local conference, uh, with the local church. Just different things we needed to be doing and going to different places for, and it was a uh, very time consuming. I enjoyed some of it, not all of it. And ah. then at the same time, uh, the the one that was really intriguing was when we took the um, the youth, mm-hmm. uh, twenty seven of them, to Costa Rica. Oh, uh, nice! Trip with yield, yeah. It was it was awesome. And um, so the way I, I cliff note that is the devil won the travel days, but God won everything in between. Ooh, tell me about that. What does that mean? All right. So the what do you tra- mean he won the, tra- travel, the travel days? The travel days were brutal. 
they were just traveling's boring. always terrible. Like yeah, the no, actual no, act no. of traveling. No, 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 no. I hate. I, I love traveling, but I hate the actual act. No, I don't mind the act of traveling. It was, terrible. It was the act of traveling that had all of these ramifications. So here's mm -hmm. here's, a, here's a great. I'll just break it down real quick. When we traveled over there, there was a landslide uh, a couple days, about a week before, mm -hmm. almost. Mm -hmm. um, it blocked the main highway. Wow. If the main highway was available, okay, it would have taken about hour and a half to two hour trip. We were projecting that it was going to take twice as long because you had to do a big circle, mm -hmm. right? And we're in a huge bus. Yeah. So we projected eh, maybe four hours. Mm -hmm. It took us eight and a half hours wow. from the airport to our destination. Sounds fun. All right. That is separate, <laughs> okay, from the fact that we had gotten up already uh -huh. at three o'clock in the morning to, well, I had gotten up at three o'clock in the morning to be ready for when we were going to meet to leave at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, you, and, okay, when we, right. and when we arrived, okay, so to think about the travel went from 4.30 a.m. Right. until 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, th that's the act of traveling. When you travel, so especially to other countries, it always happens. And then on the way back, yeah. everything is going smoothly till we get to Miami. Mm. When we got to Miami, mm -hmm. we sat in the plane on the tarmac for an hour and 10 minutes. Nice. And then when we arrived at Atlanta, mm -hmm. we found out that the driver who was supposed to be driving the, uh, the <laughs> Southern bus was on his way back to College Dale from Atlanta airport because he had just picked up some family members. Oh, nice. So we had to sit at the airport waiting for them to arrive back here at College Dale. And then go back down to Atlanta to pick us up. So we got home at about 5 a.m. Oh, man. Tra traveling, the act of traveling is. <laughs> but, 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 but the bright side yeah. was that they were able to clean up the, the landslide. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were able to take the main road, at least over there in Costa Rica. On so the, way the trip back. was a two hour, right? right, right. It was a two on hour the, trip. So to they, the they, made, they made it for that portion on the way back. So that was good. Mm. But other than that, brutal. All right. But so, good, I mean, I mean. Good trip overall. Yeah, the trip was great. Yes. Like the, the kids worked hard. It was great. The locals were really blessed. We were blessed. It was it was a mutual thing. Uh, at VBS, it was great watching the kids learning the songs and, and really having a good time. And then uh, there was a lot of hard work, cold showers, like really cold showers. And then <laughs> there were, um, we slept on the floor. So mm, no, no hotel. Yeah, this wasn't vacation. Well, because it's a mission trip. That's correct. So hotels are for vacations. Yeah, yeah. Floors so, are for mission trips. Yeah, but I'm getting old, man. I can't can't be oh, sitting on the floor you. anymore. But anyhow, anyhow, I'm still recuperating from that. But anyways, other than that, God bless. I mean, it was supposed to rain every single day, mm. and it didn't rain until Tuesday. Nice. And literally, like, and this is it because I I got stories. Did Stan on go on this trip? Stan Beasley? Uh, no. Who went on this trip that was telling me about this? Okay, Maybe Honduras. He went to the Honduras trip. No, nah, it, it was the same thing. It was supposed to rain every day, and it didn't. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it didn't rain until until Tuesday. They didn't rain on Thursday, but that was our off day, so that, that wasn't a big deal. But they literally, we said we're going to stop working Friday at 3 p.m., uh -huh. and Friday at 3 p.m., mm -hmm. they were putting the last scoop of cement, and literally at 3.01, it started raining. Yeah, someone told, was telling me this It story. was wild. I mean, God just showed up, showed out. It was great. That's Love awesome, it. bro. Yeah, man. Ah, man, that's good. It's good stuff. So again, that is PJ you're listening to. This is PK you're listening to. Yeah. If you're joining us for the first time, we're glad that you're with us. And you can reach us at diversityonthehill at gmail.com. Diversity spelt the same way you did finding our podcast. What if they spelt it wrong by accident and they don't know that they spelled it wrong by accident? I don't know that they would find. Could they find us? Yeah, know. if you. So I'm a terrible speller. Okay. So I could see me spelling diversity with a C and not oh. realizing it. <laughs> And then I can oh, tell I someone, just spell diversity. I just spelled diversity. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe they just, or they just hit the wrong key for some reason. Yeah, that's fair. They could have misspelled it. So yeah. actually it's diversity on a hill with a C, but if that's the way you normally spell it, you're spelling it wrong. So, because that's what someone might, anyways. <laughs> that's a good point. You're assuming that they've looked for it in the correct manner. Well, I just thought that it might autocorrect because there's a lot of autocorrect. Well, it does kind of over, like, so if you put it in Google, yeah. Diversity. It says, did you mean diversity? Right, 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 right. right. I'm like, sure, whatever. <laughs> and then I select the right diversity and then it's the wrong diversity. Yeah, but sometimes when you're Ooh. texting, it fixes it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the reason why I thought that maybe it might autocorrect. Mm. But, I mean, if you still maybe. found the podcast, we're glad you did. Yeah. And like we mentioned earlier, this is season three. So uh, we're heading into episode 68. Wow. This is episode is 68? 68 right here. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. So just glad that, that you decided to join us and uh, we're going to keep having great conversations. Yeah. And today we're just going to 
hit a wide variety of topics. I believe we call that a potpourri episode. Yeah, potpourri. Just some older. Uh, we're gonna kind of scroll through some of our older um, articles that I kind of read and sometimes save, and I was like, ah, let's talk about it then. So yeah. these are a little older, but it's stuff that we'll just we'll just call our. We'll call it a backlog. We're going over our backlog of potpourri. All right. Great episode. Hopefully. We'll see. We need to get the back in the swing of things. It'll be great. It'll All be right. Great. Hey, real quick. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, hey, I don't know if you've read any of these articles that said I was today years old when I learned. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. So I was today years old when I learned this. Right, right, right. So basically it's like, this is the first time I've ever heard this. Okay. So here's the first one. All right. I'm just going to go through a, a bunch of them and see see if you knew these or see if, you know, th they blow your mind. The Let's first one is Skittles. All Skittles are the same flavor. I keep hearing that. I So... I couldn't believe it about the original Skittles. Okay. But then on the picture, it showed Skittles of like the different ones with different flavors. Okay. Like, you know, tropical. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. There the is no way. Those totally taste different to they me. They sure do. They said, they said the trick, according to this, you know, little mm -hmm. fact thing. Yeah, yeah. Of course, who knows what's fact anymore? <laughs> uh, this fact thing was that they trick you with the smell. I heard that it was the smell and also the color. Right, the color, but, but... But more the smell, yeah. There is no way that when I bite into a Skittle, it's the smell that tells me... Because if you... Listen, if you put a raisin in my mouth <laughs> and gave me a Skittle smell, I'm not going to say, mmm, this tastes like a Skittle. <laughs> no. I'm oh. not, mmm, this tastes like a raisin. Yeah, raisins are great. Well, we know where we both sit on that. If you don't, go listen to past uh, podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we tend to differ on the raisins. Yes, we do. But we differ on chocolate, too. Yeah, but you're just weird there. <laughs> weird. I know other people who don't like raisins. All right, all right. So, Anyways. So if they put a raisin in your mouth, you're going to know. And with the smell, they're not going to give it away. It's I don't raisin. think so. I think I would still taste a raisin. That's a good point. Now, somebody who can't smell, though. Ooh, would they that to, there would be the perfect, yeah, perfect um kind of like you don't tell them what color or flavor. Yeah, yeah. We need to do that live on the air. But that means we got to find somebody who is no. We could do it. No, no, no. What we could do is like blind blind test. Okay, blind maybe cover our nose a little cover bit. The nose. Okay, and then see if we can decide if there's a difference between flavors. All right. I'm willing to do that. I love Skittles. Yeah, but not the regular Skittles because I do think the regular Skittles are similar. Okay. But it's those tropical ones that like are the smoothie ones that like have a peach or this. But they have they have like um, sour ones too. Sour is harder to tell though. That's true. I've noticed that sours are harder yeah. to tell. And maybe it's because the sour takes away the, 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 the taste, the actual taste. But I just, I still feel like there's a difference between yellow and, anyways. I don't know. Well, they say I, that it's the same thing, but until Skittles puts out a. <laughs> yeah, you, you let us know if you think that's urban legend or not. Yeah, you can tell us also at uh, Diversity on a Hill you know, on our Instagram page. We could. Maybe I'll put there. an Instagram uh, post on there it. There you go. Like, like, all right. Did you know why an eggplant is called an eggplant? No. Why? Well, apparently, when an eggplant is young, it actually looks like an egg. Someone took a picture of it, and, and here, I'll show you the picture. It's hard to, to see. Oh, wow. But when they're really small, they look white, and they look like an egg. Interesting. And then they grow and become purple and, and large, because I never, I never knew. Why is that called an eggplant? Yeah, no, I, that's a good one. It's because when they're young. They look like an egg. Yeah. They really do look like eggs. That totally look like an egg in that, in that picture. Sure does. All right. Did you know that the Lion King is the same plot as Hamlet? No, because I never read Hamlet. Really? No, you never had to read Hamlet in school? No. I mean, I was supposed to. I didn't read it. <laughs> we read Romeo and Juliet. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, well, no, we saw Hamlet. I actually saw the play Hamlet for like eighth grade something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. But that's very interesting. All right. Here's the next one. All right. Uh, did you know that when someone says, hold your horses, it means they're telling you to be stable? Because where you hold a horse is usually in a stable. Huh. 
So that's a good one. The, the term hold your horses meant, hey, you need to be stable. Oh, I thought it was like slow down. Like, I mean, it, it does kind of mean that, but it means stable. Hey, calm down, be stable, get a grip, you know. Oh, yeah. That's good. I one. didn't know that. That's where nope, it came from. Nope. Never, All right. never, never, never. Here's another one. I was, well, and this is an old one, so I don't know if people are going to get this. Did you, did you ever watch th that 70s show? Oh. I never watched it, but On I remember kind of. I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't faithful to it. No. Well, there was a guy, uh, Valderrama. Do you remember his? He was in that show, Wilder Valmoran. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, All right. Yeah. So they called him Fez on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fez, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you know that wasn't his name? It stood for Foreign Exchange Student. Well, <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I didn't know that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I must have missed the uh, episode when they... Uh, I don't know if they actually said that in the episodes, but that's... Because oh. no one ever knew that. It's just like this random that, fact. That's like ALF. Like the show ALF. What does ALF stand for? Alien life form. Yeah. yeah you always I, think the name, but it stands for something else. Right, right, right. Like yield. Yeah, yield. Like... Yeah. Youth, instructed, empowered, loved, and discipled. Like diversity on a hill. It means diverse, <laughs> interesting, uh, variety. Uh, no, it doesn't mean all that kind of stuff. I'm just, I'm just all right, so here's an, here's one. Uh, today, some I found out that a show is called a pilot. Do you know why? The pilot show? Yeah. That's like the first show normally. Yeah, it's usually called the first show, but why is it called the pilot show? I don't know. Because it's the first time it's on the air. Oh, yeah. mind blown. I know. There you go. Isn't okay. that kind of weird? Yeah, the pilot show. Mm-hmm. Now I know. All right. Uh, someone... Oh, I, I know. I never heard that one. No, that's, uh, I never even heard of some of these. Oh, here's the one. Uh, do you realize that the word bed is shaped like a bed? Look at it in your brain. Oh, wait. The two. <laughs> yeah. And then the middle oh, part. Oh, man. It's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it does look like a headboard and somebody laying. Right. Two headboards. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Here, here's another one. Have you have you ever heard of a hammerhead bat? No. Just just Google it. Any if you're listening, just Google it. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. All right. Not while driving, please. Yeah, not while driving. All right. I was today years old when I found out California has a bigger population than Canada. Really, there are more Californians than more there are Californian Canadians? than Canadians. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's wild. All right. So. You know uh, the term open sesame? Yes. All right. I guess it was coined in some movie, Alibaba. And tennis, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah, like. Uh, yeah. But yeah. did you know it was really supposed to be the phrase open says me? <laughs> Not open sesame. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. So someone said it wrong once and, and just went on forever oh mercy mm -hmm. <laughs> isn't that pretty wild right yeah that's great all right let's see open let's see sesame, there's me open sesame that's good open sesame yeah you just let let hispanics get a hold of english <laughs> you really do a, a number on it too um did you know that if you and i want to try this we should try this like live on the air and see if it works um if i guess one iphone can text another iphone pew pew it sends lasers Okay. Are you are we gonna try that out? Let's do it. Let's try that out. All right, here we are. Are you gonna are you gonna text me or am I texting you? You're texting me. Go ahead. Okay. Well first I have to find you. I don't know if you're am What? I'm not even in your contact? Yeah, dude? no, you're there, bro. It's just <laughs> It's like what All Man. Right, let's try this out. What a terrible way to find out that Please tell me this. I'm works. not loved. Okay. I see pew pew. I'm opening it. Oh, I do got lasers. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, but it's like a laser show, not yeah, like yeah, not like actually lasers. I mean it's not Whoa. Star Wars, but yeah. Because when I typed it in, it didn't do anything. So I was like, ah, this is a myth. So so there was a, there was supposedly another one. Like if you say congratulations, it's supposed to do the whole. Yeah, um, the balloons. It does balloons. It does balloons? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've done that one where it does balloons. But then mm. there was another one that uh, it's supposed to trigger the confetti. Mm. There's but a happy birthday one that I think does something. Yeah. I don't know, but that's that's neat. I Here's another phone-related one, which I knew I picked up on this, but okay. maybe not everyone's picked up on it. Do you know that you're when you're on your phone, you know, look if you have an iPhone, your little clock icon actually has the right time on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. picked up on that. All right, because the the 
the second's hand is actually moving. Mm-hmm. So that's when I caught it. That's pretty neat. Shout out to iPhone users. All right. Do you know the 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 um what you call it the painting American Gothic the farmer? Yes. With the, oh. Yeah. 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 Yes, right. yes. So what is what does that picture depict to you? Like I'll show you real uh, quick. An unhappy couple. Mm. <laughs> All right. That's what it looks like to me. But yeah. I don't know. He so didn't smile a lot. If you look at look at them closely, the two people. Okay. So actually, the painting is of a of a farmer and his daughter, not his wife. Oh. I always thought, but if you'll notice, like she she's, is much younger than yeah. He is. She looks much younger in there. Interesting. So yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, there you go. And did you know that, and I'll, uh, maybe just one or two more, maybe, oh no, two more. <laughs> so, Goofy. Yeah. What is Goofy? Uh, Kind of uh, clumsy. Yeah, but like the character. Oh. Oh, what is, he's yeah, yeah. a dog, I think, isn't he? Some think he's a, some think he's a, actually a cow. A ca- yeah. Oh. Anyways, I don't know. I don't like know. Like a skinny cow? Maybe. Okay. But in actuality, he has a name. Goofy has a name. Goofy has a name. Goofy is not his name. <laughs> so I guess he has a son um, who's Max. Max. Yeah, they right, call him Max. Max. And yeah. then apparently he has a father who's Benjamin Goof. Right? So Goofy is his well, last name? It's weird because, but here's his name. The full name has a variety has been given as George Geef. George Geef? Where, yes. they, where do they get Goofy from then? I don't know. But some also say Goofisty Dog or Gigi Goof. His son's name is Max Goof. And so I'm guessing it's Goof, but it might be like someone thinks like George Geef might have been one of his original names. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know he had a name. Yeah. All right. And then here's the last one I thought would be pretty funny for us. Sure. The term buttload okay. <laughs> is actually a measurement. It's an actual measurement. Buttload. A buttload. Is a measurement. Uh-huh. So it has to do with English wine cask units. Oh. So like the f- smallest one is called a pin. Then there's a firkin. Firk, firkin. Then there's a kilderkin. A rundlet. A barrel, which is what. The barrel, yeah. That's that a we, barrel yeah. of wine, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a other thing. Then there's a hogshead. A puncheon. And then the biggest cat wine cask that you can get is a butt, B U T T. Oh, wow! Wonder, wow. Okay. Maybe it's boot or butte. Nah, Anyways, I don't so know. the term I butt, butt load. a butt load yeah. it actually comes from an actual measurement of English wine casks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I did not did not right. get that. So well, you, here's a bonus. When you say buttload, you're not saying something bad, by the way. Oh well, there you it's go. Buttload? No, it's an actual it's an actual form of measurement. There you go. Look right. at that. We just gave you some knowledge. Boom! Drop, drop some knowledge on. <laughs> well, you. here's a bonus. Okay, give us a bonus. right. So someone told me that they're watching a TikTok video, mm-hmm. and they learned that popsicles were meant for you to pop them in the middle. So you you're, you so know, what the, what popsicles are you talking about? So the pla- you know the 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 popsicles that are just your standard run of the mill popsicles that we see when we go to the store we say I want to buy a popsicle and it has a uh it's a fruit drink you know it's 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 either red or it's purple or it's yellow or you know so any color okay any gotcha color. gotcha and the thing is normally <laughs> <laughs> different flavors different flavors um, I we, just like the way you did that they usually come in red. <laughs> Purple, yellow, orange, you know, green, you just know. depending on Rainbow, the flavor. Rainbow, they could be, come on. They could be any, any, so that come in any color. Gotcha. Okay, there gotcha. You go, there you go. So we normally <laughs> want to get scissors to cut them open because they're actually pretty hard to open. Some can be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the idea is you're only supposed to bend them in the middle until they pop open. And once they pop open, you enjoy. Yeah, but then you don't have them on the stick anymore. Like half of it would not be on your stick. It will. No, it's not on a stick. It's not popsicles on a stick. Oh, it's popsicles oh. inside of the plastic. Oh, you're talking about like the freezy pops. Yes. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. But you call them freezy pops. I call them popsicles. But it's no, okay. popsicles have the stick. But you're gonna you're gonna confuse people because popsicles. But freezy pops 
Ah, I wonder if that's why they call them freezy pops because you like snap them and you pop it in the middle. Yeah, hey, who knows? So have you done that? Have you popped it in the middle and no, it just breaks? No, it? I just heard about it not too long ago, and I don't have. So there's another one we're pops. gonna have to try. Yeah. So you're gonna have to take notes. First off, we need to do the skittles. Skittles. Yep. And then we have to get freezy pops freezy and see pops. if they'll just pop in the middle. Okay. See if they're really freezy pops. All right. Sounds good. Sweet. And I don't think we can really bring Goofus on, Goofy and ask no, his name. No, we, we can't. Right. But maybe we should record an episode from Disney. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, let's take a quick another break here, and then we're going to hit a couple little quick stories here. Let's do it. Maybe quick. Who knows? We, we It's been so long, we haven't talked in a long time. Who knows let's how catch far? Up. Yeah, I got to yeah, catch up. Yeah. All right. Sometimes we talk too much. Sorry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Yeah, some people say we don't talk enough. Really? No, nah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no. I just All right. So here, that. here are some here are some stories. Okay. Uh, most of them, yeah, just kind of along the lines of some of the things we talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is, uh, I read this a while back in April. Fans leap to Steve Martin's defense. Do you know who Steve Martin is? Yes, he's a actor comedian. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really made popular in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's in uh, like Cheaper by the Dozen or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of his <laughs> more not more. And he actually is on a TV show now that's kind of big on Hulu or something. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, but he used to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh. Yeah, he was. He was a regular on Saturday Night Live, and so, well, I don't know if he or if he just guest. Maybe just a guest appearance. Um. Anyways, he was on Saturday Night Live and he did a skit called the. Uh, treasures of Tuka, uh King Tut. Yeah, I don't know how to say his name. Do you yeah, know how you're to? good. King Tut, it is. Yeah, of of King Tut, the treasures of. Ah, oh, man, I wish I knew how to say that. Anyways, and so it was this thing, and it was a part of his shtick to kind of do this. And the whole point of the skit was to um, kind of make fun of commercialism and getting all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was, uh, I guess, this video of him doing this resurfaced and people started to trash him and criticize him. Oh. Right? Because he was making fun of or emulating Egyptian culture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he was a white American, you know, man kind of doing that. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it was just him making funny faces, kind of doing this song and dancing all funny, but, uh, you know, Pretty much just, but the the message behind it was kind of like a, I love stuff and you know, mm-hmm. kind of talking against it a little bit though. Uh, but what what do you what do you think about that? The fact that it didn't set sit well with people now, and it was something from the seventies. Yeah. So people take a look at the old video and are like, ah, this guy's a dummy. Man, I, I, thank you, cancel culture. I guess is what <laughs> we can say for that. Um, I mean, this is in the seventies, right? Like the the context. It was actually 78. Look at that. I wasn't even born yet. So, so yeah, you're much older than me, bro. <laughs> so the, the, to me, it's like, come on, like, do we really have to dig up? And who knows the maturity level that he had back in 78 versus 2022. He I still mean, had gray hair, but he had gray hair very young. That's interesting. So he, oh, so here it was. So he was performing a parody song, s- satirizing the treasures of T- King Tut. It mm-hmm. was a traveling exhibition that went all over the states. Uh-huh. It was a sixty-two and a half. So I guess his whole point was he was making fun of the fact they're making money off of this. Oh, got it. Kind of like, hey, come look at this, and making it this big kind of commercialized. Yeah. And he was making fun of the commercialization. Yeah. Of this King Tut thing. Well, I mean, comedians tend to be. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say crass, but they get criticized. Oh, they a lot they can be very crass. For, yes, very many of them for you know the things that they choose to to make fun of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think again, it's 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 our culture right now. It's very sensitive and and uh, there's very little tolerance for a lot of these things. Again, I'm all about respecting other cultures, and I get that. But I also think that there's a time and a space for comedy and. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we we have to stop and laugh at ourselves. Do you think we've lost that ability to laugh at ourselves? A little bit. I think I think we're a little bit more serious. Uh, we're we are. Um, I I don't think that we're making time. Mm-hmm. Like we don't feel like we have time to sit sit back and just laugh at ourselves. At least I don't. Like I feel like I'm so busy and there's so much going on and there's always something else to do 
that even sometimes I have to remind myself, you know, you just got to sit down and, and laugh a little bit, you know? Yeah, so, and be able to laugh at yourself is funny. I, what I found is, is like, like let's say political humor. Yeah. We'll go with political humor. Sure. Because racial humor might be a little too hot buttony. Yeah, <laughs> right now, for sure. Well, even political humor. Well, let's talk about political humor, though. Like, so a lot of people would, you know, during Trump's administration, make fun of him and right. laugh. And there would be a certain people that laugh. And, and same thing at Obama. Yeah. But, and same thing in Clinton, for sure. Well, I'm just going now because I feel like it's worse. Like, Trump oh, was made okay. fun of a lot. Okay. And... Yeah, especially in, well, well, you know, your talk, late night talk shows were very much just attacking him and him and, and making a lot of fun, a lot of fun of him. And it's it's interesting to me now, the people that were upset at that mm -hmm. then now go to Biden and start making fun of him. Right. And there's a lot of comedy towards Biden now, but it's usually from the people who lean right. Right. And the people on the left are like, wait a second, that's not funny. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. Yep, I yep. have no idea where that term came from. Do you ah, know? nope. Have nope, no idea. But I just used it. Well, yeah. That's a good cliche. I th and I really do think we've lost Idiom, the ability to, to, to laugh at each other. Yeah. At, at, laugh, at ourselves. At, at ourselves. At, at ourselves. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I do think sometimes it's, listen, as, as, as bros, we joke around a lot with each other. We do. Yeah. But I don't know if, if it's because we have that understanding or because we built our relationship to this point right mm -hmm. but i think that from outsiders people are being very a little more sensitive than they need to be yeah I, I mean i agree and i think sometimes humor cuts down tension and allows if you're able to uh, laugh at yourself mm -hmm. cuts down tension and allows you to even have more real conversations eventually right well, I'm not saying make fun of yourself to where you feel like you're being devalued like like that's a different situation but i mean if you trip and you fall and you didn't get hurt it's okay to laugh at yourself you know well like well let me ask you this so i i've been sending a bunch of uh like humorous things to my brothers yeah but they're usually about hispanic culture because they remind <laughs> us of our mom <laughs> yeah, yeah so we're sending all these <laughs> things that remind us of our mom oh yeah they're very stereotypical mm -hmm. but they're also very true mm -hmm. and they're also very funny now i'm not sure my mom would find them all humorous true but we went through it and we found it all humorous. Yeah. Right? Now, but, when we yeah. were going through it, it wasn't funny. But let me ask you this. It's, it's, they're true. Obviously, it's a Hispanic person doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, would it be any less true if, let's say, a white person did that same skit? People would be offended that a white person is doing the skit, but does it make it any less true? If yeah. it's the exact same skit. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Again, I think there's a time and a place for comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, uh, if, if the idea isn't to put Hispanics down and that's understood ahead of time yeah, and it's just like, Hey, look, I want to do a little parody about what I heard you guys look like when you're growing up, mm -hmm. you know, it just so happens to be a white American who's doing it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see why we should get offended. I mean, back in the day, women didn't even take parts in plays, for instance, yeah, males Played the role of females. Yeah. You know, like that kind of situation. Again, there's a time, there's a time and a place for those things. But now, now none of that's, and, and I understand there are people, there are women who should be doing that and that's the right thing. And, and when right. we call, and we're, when we're talking in acting, having representation. Of, right. No, if I you're agree. trying to represent a culture. Yeah. But yeah. I also, I also, you know, you know, sometimes we go too far one way without being like, Hey, we need to be able to laugh at ourselves. And, and sometimes we need to, stretch ourselves a little bit and be like listen i may not be you know i may not be a white person mm -hmm. but if someone cast cast me as a white person in a movie you know, i don't think anyone would be offended mm -hmm. i mean i talk with no accent i look like i could be whatever mm -hmm. <laughs> you and so they're i don't know it's just it's just interesting to me and how they want to cancel something from so long ago first off they don't even know why the why he was doing the humor. Right. Right. He wasn't, anyways, it's just interesting to me. And I, I think it's a dialogue worth continuing having, especially with humor, because mm -hmm. I do feel like now humor has been so, uh, such a segmentalized, and I don't even know if that's a word, mm -hmm. uh, but compartmentalized within your own group. And that's it. Yeah. I remember growing up in the eighties, like every race told jokes about every other race. Yep. Yep. That's true. That's not allowed anymore. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it really isn't. But that's what I'm saying. This is the whole conversation about 
we've been a little bit too sensitive when it comes to some things. I, like, I think like on I a think, certain level. I think comedy, there's always a place for comedy. And the truth is, even through COVID, a lot of comedy shows really, really started picking up mm-hmm. because they were telling you the news. You heard what was going on, but they did it in a funny way. And it was very helpful for people to right. get through it. So comedy has its place. I think we just need to be a little bit less sensitive sometimes. Yeah, well, most likely. All right. Well, Especially hey. 78. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. It's like over 30 years. Mm, feel like it. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and take a short break and we'll move on to the next one. All right. And we're back. Yeah. So by the way, let me put a plug real quick. The jams that you hear, I know you've heard them before. We try to mix things up every season, but uh, the company that we use for this, uh, for our jams, they haven't put out new tracks just yet. So We're going to hold on to what we have. Uh, yeah, you, don't even say, you didn't even have to say that. It's our sound, man. No, I love it. Look, That's I, our sound. I love it. Our songs are great. Like the old, like new shows or TV shows, they keep the same, they keep their same themes, music forever. That's true. You know what? It's one of those, the trumpet. The trumpet. Yeah. Okay. CBS Sunday morning, baby. All right. CBS hey, love it. All right. The Simpsons has kept the same one. Simpsons. Oh, no, we don't change the intro song. Yeah. We just change our breaks. All right. All right. But cool. it's all good. All right, so here's one that's very interesting. Fictosexuality is now a thing. Real people are falling in love with fictional characters. Um, okay. Thousands of people are involved in fictosexual relationships, which are made-up partners. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually kind of popular in Japanese culture, and some of these relationships— and it's not just there, but they said there's kind of a segment there that's really kind of getting into basically uh, falling in love and having relationships. I say that in quote because I don't know how you do this, but with fictional characters, like either from an anime or from a video game and that kind of thing. Yeah, that just sounds like um, like a cry for help. Well, here it is. Fictional. Fictosexuality, according to the recent New York Times report, is a sexual identity. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me retract my previous statement then. Well, I don't... Okay. That refers to sexual attraction experienced towards fictional characters. While most of us have probably experienced crushes on our favorite book or movie character, fix, uh, fictosexuals reportedly differ in that they experience sexual attraction exclusively towards fictional characters and can't... Mm, uh-huh. Get it up for actual people. Really? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Um, okay. I don't know how to react to that. That's uh, That sounds like um, it can happen, yeah. right? Because uh, like we mentioned before, we are a religious podcast, and um, we tend to frame a lot of these things uh, with our beliefs, right? And my belief in this particular situation is that sin can deteriorate us to the point where, where we can find ourselves in that situation. Well, here's so. the thing. And this happens all throughout scripture. And this happens with, with it's in the great controversy. Uh-huh. The devil always has what we would call uh, uh, counterfeits right. of God's reality. Right. And so I believe that this is just a, a counterfeit of what God intended for us to have is real relationships with real people. Right. <laughs> and so I just, I just find this Interesting, because this this one person says, to the general public, it may seem foolish to spend money, time, and energy on someone who's not seen as alive. But this person, Agnes Giard, a researcher in Paris, told the New York Times, but for character lovers, this practice is seen as essential. It makes them feel happy, useful, a part of a movement with higher goals in life. Yeah, community. We're in need of community. Yeah, but they're almost saying they want something bigger than just normal community. Like, to be in love with this person gives me a higher goal in life. But it's a fictional character. So I'm not sure how that's a higher goal when it's not even reality. Which is why I said the word community. Like, you need an actual community. Yeah. Those people need to find a church. And so here it (laughs) says, some even make their relationships official by tying the knot with fictional partners in unofficial wedding ceremonies. Okay. Yeah. To each their own. That'll be my... uh, my response to that, I, again, I, I struggle with, with these kind of things. Um, but then again, there's, 
explanations for it. And, well, I, you yeah. know, you, what, what do you do? I, I, I'm not condemning them. Like, that's not even where I'm coming from. I'm just like, it just seems odd. So to each their own. And some people might say they feel odd about some other things that I'm sure. I'm sure people think, normal, so. feel like we're, they're odd about us. But, yeah. you know, I, I do think to a certain level to each their own. But on another certain level, reality needs to kick in. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot have a real relationship with someone who's fictional. Again. And this- I, I'm... <laughs> I'm just saying that that is something that is there. There's definitely some cognitive dissonance there or something that's not connecting. There's something. And, and that, that's why I said it was a cry for help initially. Yeah. Right. Because you're living in a fantasy. And, but, and, and so here's here's something interesting about it. And I'm just I'm going to turn this a little bit on sure. its head. Go ahead. When you said that, I was like, yeah, I agree with you. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when you said when I said it's a sexual identity, all of a sudden you felt like you had to be careful. I did. You're right. Because I retracted my statement. Yeah. And then I just went back to it just now. (laughs) But Because it's almost like we need, if someone identifies as something, we can't question it. That's that's the climate right now. That is the climate. And I feel like that's unfortunately, at least as far as I see it, a sad climate. Yeah. Because people question my beliefs all the time. As a Christian, people do question my beliefs. Yes. I'm on the internet reading stuff and all the time someone will say something about God and be like, you know, God doesn't exist. And they attack my worldview. Yeah. Right. And so it's almost like there's this, uh, there's this inability, and 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 this comes from all sides. I, Christians are really bad at this too. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying it's it's exclusive, you know, like yeah, we're, we're persecuted yeah, yeah. or anything. But I do feel like once again in conversations, people get so offended mm-hmm. when you don't agree with them. Yeah. That they feel like. Well, but then they attack your worldview. Like mm-hmm. everyone's okay attacking someone else's worldview if they feel like it's archaic or whatever. Right. But when theirs is attacked, then all of a sudden, oh no, now you've crossed the line. Yeah. And and this is and this is why, yes, like you said, I retracted my statement because I didn't want to offend anybody because maybe we have a listener who who identifies this way, right? Um the reason why I struggle with it again is because I believe that sin has deteriorated us to the point that we do need to seek help. And there are people in place who could help us with these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to have a relationship with someone who doesn't exist, mm-hmm. like like something is not okay, right? Like like that's just it's not okay. Well, well, here's the song. But then Look, again, some people argue that we yeah, that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Okay. That, that we have a relationship with someone that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, fictional. Uh, yeah, like yeah. God. So you know, there there is that too, and um. And that's why I said I wanted to be respectful of it, right? Yeah. Um, but when you're talking about tying the knot, though, like we tie the knot before God with someone of the other gender that we believe that God brought us to or that we're choosing to love. But tying the knot with the fictitious character, that just, I don't know, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. I just thought it would. It, it's an interesting jumping off point, yeah. and I, I just, I had never heard of that one. And you know how people would always, and why I put this here is because there is a there is a reality of us um, going further and further away from God's ideals. Yeah, I do. I do believe in Scripture absolutely, and I do believe in His ideals. Yeah. Now I do believe that He did not call me to force people with His ideals. Mm-hmm. I do believe He did not call me to condemn people who are not in his ideals and we'll address these things in our next episode yeah 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 um but i do believe we need to be cognizant of what happens when we when we separate from god's ideals Mm -hmm. the roads that that can lead us down um or you know the pitfalls i'll say in quotation marks because not everyone's going to think it's pitfalls Mm -hmm. but i want to be able to have an open dialogue and be able to be truthful with people and not be like step on eggshells because that's not a real conversation Real conversation is putting out, hey, this is how I feel and this is how you feel. Mm-hmm. And conflict is uncomfortable. Yep. And conflict actually can break relationships. Right. But it can also but what it really should do is strengthen relationships. And mend them, yeah. Yeah, mend them. Right. It really through conflict resolution is that the only way possible. Mm. Anyways, I don't know. I, I thought that was an interesting interesting story. That is an interesting All story. Right. We're gonna come back with one more story in just one second.
guy. All mm-hmm. right. So this was an interesting story. U.S. soprano, uh, a singer, uh-huh. um, offended by blackface, pulls out of an Italy opera. Offended by blackface. Is that a person? No, or? that's the art of, or not the art of, or the act of uh, painting your face black. Oh, okay. Uh, to convey a black person. Okay. And so I guess in the early, earlier in the our history in the mm-hmm. movies, they would paint someone with a black face, right? And then over exaggerate the features, mm-hmm. and over exaggerate them and play black people. Right. You never heard the term blackface? No, I've seen. Uh, blackface, but right. I hadn't. Right. So that's like huge, like super called. offensive mm-hmm. when people do blackface. Right. Uh, um, there's some like Ted Danson did it once as a joke, and there was a big thing, and mm-hmm. people have done it, and you know they've caught um, politicians who had done blackface, like for Halloween in the past, and just mm-hmm. totally. So, anyways, it's this soprano who's from the U.S. was performing in an opera in Italy, mm-hmm. and this opera house, and. A different opera and one that she wasn't in, but that was performed at the same opera house, mm-hmm. but a different one was doing this. They were they were portraying black people and doing it, you know, an, either an Italian person or a non-black person mm-hmm. and painting them in blackface as they as they did that. Right. So she pulled out oh, and wow. said, No, that's offensive to me. You shouldn't be doing that. So she pulled out of her opera. Mm. Um and so that to me it seems very, you know, she blasted it. The U says archaic theatrical practices as offensive, humiliating, and outright racist. Mm. Which, you know, blackface has been deemed as a racist practice. Right. And so I thought that was interesting. Um, but I thought it was even more interesting to the theater's reaction to it. And yeah. I wanted to talk to you about this and, and yeah. get your thing. Like, obviously, I know where she, this opera lady stands. Mm-hmm. She stands as blackface. Nope, I'm walking out. Right, right. It's, when that when I read that, I was like, oh, okay, of course. But then the opera said this. Um, they said, hey, listen, we don't necessarily agree with, with this. All right. So they had a statement, and they said every country has different roots. And their cultural society structures developed along different historical and cultural paths. Mm -hmm. The statement said by this person of the foundation, common convictions have often been reached only after years of dialogue and mutual understanding. In an effort to understand others' point of view in respect of consciality, assumed artistic obligations. I don't don't get that one, but... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Judgment, labelings, and lack of dialogue only feed to the cultural contrasts. So they're mm-hmm. saying, hey, these co- contrapositions, these judgments, these labelings of us lack dialogue and lack of dialogue only feed the cultural contrast, which we totally reject. Mm-hmm. And so the statement's appealing for to avoid divisions. Anyways, so basically they're saying, hey, listen, we we have different cultural things that she's not dialoguing with us. Right. She's just saying that's blackface, that's wrong, doom done. Right. Even though this has been a part of our culture and a part of what we've done since the beginning. And it sounded like they said, hey, we're willing to have a conversation with right, her. Right, right. But she just walked out, and you're assuming things about us because this practice was done. Right. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that's where my mind went. Yeah, the Italian, the, the Italian people here are kind of fighting back here a little bit and saying, mm-hmm. well, wait, we have a different culture, and you're not respecting our culture. You think we're disrespecting yours, but how about have a conversation with us? Exactly. And see if we really are. And that's and that's where my mind went. Did it really? Yeah. It okay. went to the fact that, and that's what I understood from the sentence too. Right, right. Um, where you were like, oh, I don't know. What, they, what, what I think what they're trying to get at is that particular thing, that without communication, you can't reach a conclusion. Right, yeah. And, and I agree with that. And they, she, she, I would have encouraged her to have a conversation. It sounds like she didn't. Um, based on their their part, their perspective, but again, we don't have both sides of the story, so we don't know, you know, what she might have experienced. But in yeah, the end, it's true. She she was doing the right thing, and at the same time, the Italian opera was was just following their tradition. So, I think that a conversation should have ensued when she was offended, and then had a conversation what's happening, and then make a decision there instead of just right out the bat just saying I'm not doing it, and then not doing it. And that's another thing that c- comes to like kind of you know, ties all these, I think all these stories together of, mm-hmm. of communication and culture, because it's true. The Italian, the Italians 
came through in a different way than than what this opera singer is. Like she's from the U.S. Right. Right. In the U.S., there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of emphasis on racism and a lot of emphasis on deconstructing it and, and what does it look like Correct. and all these things. And in Italy, they may have totally different conversations. Right. They, they may be coming from a totally different cultural place mm -hmm. and they may not see what they're doing as racist. Right. And so, and to them, it may not be. I, I'd be curious to know if there, you know, I'm sure there's some black Italians mm -hmm. as to what they feel about this, this, this thing. Cause maybe they don't see it as much. Cause I, I don't know about you, but I feel like in the Hispanic community in Puerto Rico mm -hmm. that there is less outright offensiveness towards these things. Yeah. There's a little bit more like, uh, whatever, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not prevalent over there um, for them to be as sensitive mm -hmm. when it comes to this topic, right? Sure. They're sensitive about other things, um, right. but not, not this in particular. Yeah. I, I just found it interesting because I've never heard you know the other side usually the other side's always like we're sorry whatever but they kind of double down and it's like hey listen this is a part of our cultural thing right and she didn't so she hasn't taken the time to understand us right and that's where she can grow yeah right we well, can all grow well okay interesting <laughs> well hey guys uh thank you for listening we, absolutely we are going to tell you about our next episode oh yes we are because in our next episode we have a special guest we're bringing back someone PC. PC's back in the house. She will be. Yeah, because we're going to be talking about, maybe we'll talk about some Roe v. Wade stuff. Ooh. And we thought she'd be a good one to have on. Yes. Since uh, we have we initialized this. Conversation with her. Yeah, yeah. That's correct. So we want to bring her back in it and have someone who's smart um, talk with us too. So, And why we already know she's coming is because we're about to record it in just a few minutes. <laughs> and so we're just letting you know what, what we're doing. Woohoo! Let you be, see the. Peek behind the screen. Peek. Uh, behind the curtain, sorry. Peek behind the curtain. There All right, man. We'll have, have we ever word of prayer real quick, and Let's then we'll it. end this one. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love, your grace, and all that you do for us. Lord, we want to always be in your ideal, mm -hmm. but we know ultimately your ideal is based in love. Yes. And may we always uh, have conversations in love and grace and acceptance of, Lord, your people. Yes. And Lord, may we also um, be challenged by your word and be able to, to be who you want us to be. Amen. Thank you for all that you do for us. And yes. Thank you for this time to, to talk with P, uh, PK and, and those around us. Amen. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can reach us at diversityonahill at gmail.com or at diversityonahill on Instagram. This is PJ and I'm out. PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.